empty cup Welcome to After the Final Pour, brought to you by the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with... Brandon Winninger. To my left, frantically searching through his phone for notes that he's going to have to read about the beer that he has brought to share with us today, Danny Pauly. Hey guys, how's it going? Doing Good, well. How are you? Doing an actual After the Final Pour, I like it. We just finished recording an episode. Um, Dan, what are we drinking tonight? Today, so, right um, as we've said in pre- uh, past episodes and everything, we're heading to the Great American Beer Festival. We my are. first time there. It's our second time there. Very exciting. So, I grabbed a beer from my cellar, as the kids say. and uh, I don't think kids have cellars. Oh, Just going to point that out. Uh, <laughs> so, it's from Lakefront Brewery, who is going to be at the Great American Beer Festival. So, I figured we would drink this and kind of just... Talk about what we're looking forward to and all that jazz. What are we drinking? We are drinking from Lakefront Brewing Small Tank Series, which I think maybe you have to get at the brewery. My buddy got this for me and brought it back to me. But it's Barrel Age Rendezvous. It's a beer to guard aged six years in brandy barrels. Jesus Christ. What? Yes. Six years? Six years. Has been aged in brandy barrels since 2014. This liquid... Has gathered maturity and sweetness from its years in the barrels. Brewed in small batches, our small tank series beers are handcrafted and experimental, made by just a few hardworking individuals determined to create solid liquid for your enjoyment. Well, wow. we're about to it find out. says boom and thirteen point nine percent. I thought you were hi- I thought I thought you were hyping up with the boom at the end. No, it's like oh shit, boom, like a mic drop on it. And we're looking at like a, it's like a brownish. Yeah, like a I feel like copper beer sort of guards kind of look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Was it because of the smell or the oh, taste? No, no, no. It's a, uh, just the smell. Um, so, reading off a of Untapped, it has a little different info here. Ninth. This is the ninth installment of the Small Tank series. This caramely, well-rounded beer de garde stayed hidden in brandy barrels for six years, where it picked up notes of vanilla, oak, marzipan, and cherry preserves. Ooh. I went in for a smell and a taste. The smell is like a... How can I put this without making it sound insulting? A dessert? I don't know. Yeah, no. Um... It was like a sharp alcohol, not astringent, but like, but then like if you took caramel candy and mixed that together, that was what I initially got. That's why I was like, ooh, okay. Going in for the taste though, it is like butterscotch, caramel, bourbon. I don't get burn on it. No. no. I didn't, I yeah. Just, there's no burn. No. No burn at all. And it's... To me, it's like a light barley wine almost. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's not like super sweet, but there is like, you guys ever like butterscotch chips? Yeah. That is like the aftertaste that I have in my, my mouth without that sweetness. There's like a, a subtle butterscotch aftertaste. So they don't, I mean, I don't see very many brandy barrel aged beers, but so brandy is a sweet liquor, right? I've never, I don't think yeah, I've ever brandy. had brandy. Oh, that's right. I said bourbon. Yeah. But brandy. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy, I mean, and brandy it's that sweet. same, yeah, uh, same smell, kind of. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm getting a lot of. Um, there's some like dark fruit characters that are coming through. Um, I shockingly. So when I hear beer de guard, I like my mind can go several different ways. But then like you go barrel aged beer de guard. And then you think barrel aged, and you always my mind always goes to bourbon. So I was I knew that it was brandy barrel aged, and again I don't I'm not a I don't even I probably drank brandy in college when somebody stole a bottle from their mom or something. That came into my head too. Um, But it's uh, my life, my life. (laughs) I I was pleasantly surprised um, by how much. Um, like character is in here, like as far as like the like the dark fruit, the maltiness. There's a little bit of like syrupiness that I'm getting in the mouthfeel. Um, this is this is super good. Yeah. I, I like this a lot. I I was worried when when I saw six years because I had that three year aged cycle beer I brought from the Florida episode we did a while back, and that was I just I'm like how the. F- how do you like six years just blows my mind? You like, like forget I get, about it. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it was. It was like, oh crap, we got those. Um, but seriously, like, um, this is probably the oldest barrel aged beer I've ever had, meaning the the longest it's Time been in a barrel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Same here. So, um, un- untapped, wow. not, not everybody uses untapped, obviously, but 100, only 135 people have checked this in, and it came out. I said it was bottled in like January twenty. January twenty twenty one. Yep. So I mean, it's been out for a while. Yeah. And only one hundred thirty five people have had it. So I don't know. Maybe they literally did just have like one barrel of this. Well, and like you said, if this is something that's like released at their you know brewery, I can see it being like this is the epitome of small batch. And again, Absolutely. if you're investing the time to do something for six years, you're probably only doing one barrel because that is a big mistake yeah. to, to run into. You know, that's like taking some amateur homebrewers and throwing stout into a 55 gallon uh, barrel that was washed in a kiddie pool. Yeah. And then thinking Thanks, that Paul. it's going to turn out great. And then it did, even though it smelled delicious. Um, this, is I, I'm I'm perplexed by it in a good way. Like it's blowing my mind. Like what I'm getting from this beer, it really did, like it's reminding me of. It's funny you say dark fruit. I my 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 palate right now is not that. I my palate is like fixed on butterscotch and like caramel, mm-hmm. um, and almost like if butter like if there was butterscotch chips in a cookie. Like uh, like a ah. cookie bar or something, and I think that has to do with the 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 brandy barrel in there. The fruitiness I do have like a light, very light type of fruitiness to it. But um, this is like a dessert, a very delicious like butterscotch caramel dessert to me. I liked the uh, light barley wine. Yeah, that Brandon's yeah, like. absolutely. I think that's like spot on. I I can't believe it's almost fourteen percent alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't taste like, like seeing like how yeah. that you're already like as far yeah. as done as you are like you it drinks way too easy. Um, have you guys been to Lakefront? I have. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome. They got really good cheese curds, but they have this like riverfront patio, the giant beer hall, the beer hall, yeah. giant beer hall. Uh, tour is awesome that they do there. We had. Did uh, you go when they finished with the the, the bunghole thing? No, oh. well the bunghole thing, but then like the uh, what the fuck was that show? 
Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They do that thing at the end. Because yeah. they bought the canning line that was used in that. And they, at the end of every tour, they let people like, do you want to drop the glove on and like take a picture? Like, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I we, do. I've been there twice. Uh, and they... Well. The second time I went was with a bachelor party. And they we had the bachelor was like hammering the bunghole in. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like they like let him get up there and try to hammer the bunghole into the barrel. Nice. I mean, when you're a bachelor, that's the time to do it. Am I right, guys? Huh? Huh? Uh, speaking I'm uncomfortable. of, it's the last time you're gonna plug a bung. <laughs> hey. Uh, so I'm looking at the Great American Beer Festival uh, lineup here, and looking at Lakefront Brewing, and they are going to have a brandy barrel aged. Pumpkin Imperial yeah, Ale. Yeah. I bet um, that that's awesome. Yeah, I think that we got Lakefront's awesome. I mean, Lake yeah, Front, Lake Front's, I don't know I've, if I've had a bad beer from them. I've had, I remember a coffee beer from them that I really like. Uh, oh, that yeah. Might be maybe in their regular rotation. Um, but yeah, they also have. They're a, in Milwaukee, by the way. Sorry, I didn't say that earlier. That's there. Tequila barrel aged margarita ale. That also sounds fun. I have so. a tequila barrel aged Russian Imperial stout that's like got to be five or six years old. What? Russian Imperial stout that's tequila barrel aged? From Green Bench. Oh, it's called Russian Mail Order Bride. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we got to try that. Bring that on. Um, well, it's funny that you said that because, like, when um, you know we started this episode, oh, this, after the final pour, this is our precursor to us going to Great American Beer Festival. It is, um, and yeah. So Dan brought a Lake Effect, you know, and there's Lakefront. Yeah, Lakefront. I always um, mix those up too. Yeah, yeah no. Sorry, Sorry, um, no Lake Effect. Yeah, like, I'm shocked by the amount of Illinois breweries that are not going, um, uh, yeah. that I swear have gone in the past. I know, I think Rabbit has gone in the past, um, I, and Goose has to have been gone, been I don't know if, had to have gone. I don't know if Goose is necessarily invited anymore, I feel well, like. Well, I feel like, I feel like I remember hearing, so again, I've never been, but I feel like I remember hearing that a lot of, like, the AB InBev didn't they like sponsor it before? Yeah, something? I think so. Uh, they might Maybe. have been back in the day, but I don't think they're on there anymore. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, well, as far as like, it's funny because as far as like local breweries go, and this is so dumb, but I just drank my last Thundertaker recently from Revolution, and they are pouring it, so I will make the stop over at Revolution while we're there for the two sessions uh, to get another pour of Thundertaker before I can never have it again. Because it's that fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so we are going to the Great American Beer Festival. Um, we will be there. What's today's? What's the date that we're going to be there? It's uh, uh, the Friday. Friday's the. So we'll be there the eighth, seventh, seventh of the eighth. eighth. So we'll be there the seventh. And we'll be there the 8th. The 8th will be there at the... Friday and Saturday sessions. Yeah, Friday and Saturday sessions. Friday Saturday, night session. Saturday first session. Is the yeah. Saturday first session when they do the medals? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Because that's the session we were right at. after the session. Yeah, right after the, the medals of the session. We get to see that. No, we don't get to see we the don't medals. Get to see that? No, no, we're not. We're not brewers. Oh, yeah, I think it's like a private. Thing. Yeah, it's right. Right uh, after that's completed, then that's when that, also, that session starts. Oh man. So, um, just kind of going off past episodes that we've had, one place I'm actually excited to try to s- try some stuff from like that. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be fresh. Uh, Shorts Brewing is going to be there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw that. Actually, I was looking for Short Fuse because well, Short there Fuse, are short fuse there. is there. Uh, Russian River is going to be there. Russian River, I'm excited about. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I haven't had Plenty of the Elder in a while, so I am going to have a pour of Plenty of the Elder. Have I, you? I feel like there is like what, what shuns do they have there? 
You see? Beautification. There you go. So, and just so you know, there's there's two different Russian rivers that are, they're two different locations. One is their original Santa Rosa and then Windsor. The Santa Rosa one is the one I was looking at. Uh, Yeah. Because, oh man, they have... One more thing I'm going to say. We're just, we're flipping through the list right now for the listeners. Yeah. But, so Forbidden Root, Chicago brewery that opened a Columbus location, the Columbus location is going to be there, Hmm. but not the Chicago, which is interesting. The so and and here's the thing like we we there was a post um, that we saw recently from uh, our friend beer goggles Rachel um, asking you know for, it's her first time going to Great American Beer Fest what should she do and I said my reply was go to breweries you've never been to um, you know first and foremost which I still stand by that but also Dan you and I were talking right before we started recording like. When I see names of breweries that I know and I like, I'm also kind of drawn to that. Like going through the list now, Sierra Nevada will be there. Yeah. And they're going to have Barrel Aged Bigfoot Barley Wine, an E.H. Taylor collaboration, plus a Barrel Aged Coffee Style, plus a Barrel Aged Maple Blonde. And they're going to have Celebration IPA on, like, to pour already, like, on tap in yeah, October. It's be super fresh. Super fresh and the fact that like already drinking a celebration IPA, I know it's early, but like why would I not why would I not go and have that? There were so just going off of that, there was a, when I was flipping through the list, there was a lot of people that had Oktoberfest. Yes, there's a beers, ton of Oktoberfest. Which I was excited about. Yeah. Sky Brewing's got one. Because I'm in the S's. If um, you guys can't but some that. of the hyped up ones. I was so I, I read this blog post about like what to do there and it was saying like if you try to wait in line for some of the hyped up beers, you're going to miss a lot of stuff. Like you could try four or five other things in the time it would take you to be in line for one hyped up beer. Absolutely. So it's like, do you really want to try the hyped up beer or do you want to experience more things? Yeah. Go, go around. And like, that's, that's kind of what I want to do. I, we last year or not last year, the last time Brandon and I went, we just wandered. Like we literally just wandered. And then if we saw something like, Oh, let's try this. That's the first time we had Ryan guys. Uh, and I just found my picture of that recently because I remember taking a picture of their stand and because of the skull. And it's funny because when we had them on the show, and Brandon, I think you had to remind me that we had them yep. at the Great American Beer Fest. Um, but like I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have known about them had we not just gone in line to to go ahead and, and try it. Yeah, and it looks like Ryan Geist isn't there. Yeah, I was going to look for that as well. Uh, so. Guinness Open Gate Brewery, the one they have in Maryland. Yep. Uh, they're going to have that Baltimore Blonde. That's one I've been interested to to try. Um, but they also have like a passion fruit and jalapeno amber ale. Which is so weird hearing from Guinness. But when I saw that, I was like, what? Lemon, lavender, and black tea golden ale. That sounds delicious. Barrel-aged wild ale. Oh, wait, lemon, lavender? That's like a lavender Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then a barrel, yeah, and then a Belgian-style <clears throat> wit. So there's that's a lot. I mean, there's there's so much here. I mean, I just passed up Great Divide. They're gonna have a gingerbread Yeti Imperial style. Like I'm not. I, I, gotta, I gotta go and try that. I gotta go and try yeah. them. Luckily, we got two days to go and try all these beers. And I have to. So I, some of my, one of my hyped up ones I really would like to try is a Night to End All Dawns by Kane Brewing Company out okay. of Ocean, New Jersey. What that one of, I've heard a lot of good things about. What kind of beer is it? That's a stout. Yeah, I think it's a barely show. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit! That when I was telling Brandon earlier this morning, Live Oak out of Texas. That sounds familiar. They make killer 
loggers. Okay. I've heard. So yes, I've heard of them. And trying those. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Live oak. Killer um, loggers. So just kind of going off this whole experience, so just kind of recapping how we, um, on a whim, or I on a whim, and Tony and I had kind of discussed it and thought it was funny as a joke. I left it in Brandon's hands. To apply for the <laughs> Great American Beer Festival to be there as media. Um, and we hadn't done anything, and I don't know where I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. I did it. And I got accepted, and then unbeknownst to me, that everybody else had to apply as well, which is which is fine. It worked out perfectly. Um, since then, like it, it was kind of like a waiting game. I I was like earlier last week. I was kind of curious. I'm like, when do we reach out to figure out what we need to do? And then like Tony sent a screenshot of an email that we got, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, so information's coming in. And shortly after we got the email, like, telling us about, like, you know, where we need to go, pick up our passes and all that kind of stuff, um, we got a unsolicited from us uh, email from the Boston Beer Company, um, Sam Adams and Dogfish Head, inviting us to a brunch, um, which is super cool. Um, so we're going to be hightailing it as soon as we, you know, land. We're going to go pick up our rental car and floor it to brunch brunch um but the that kind of triggered me to look at to see what dogfish head was bringing and they're bringing a bourbon barrel age 120 minute ipa so i i so i want to try that and the wake up worldwide stout are like the two top ones that i really really want to try um and then I think I've had the Wake Up Worldwide stuff. Before. I've had the Worldwide stuff. That's the coffee that. one, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I've had yeah. that one. Um, and I and then I kind of checked on Sam Adams too to see what they were bringing, and they're going to have Utopias. So I'm wondering if that's going to be a special not tapping. Have that. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, they could not have it. No, I'm saying we can't not. I mean, oh, Dan, yeah. Dan might not have it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That all, that's that's pretty. We our Friday is pretty packed, man. Like, we're literally off the plane, get the car, brunch, then we have a brewery tour. And the flight's at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Which, which means we need to be at the airport by, like, 4.30, maybe. Which means Tony has to wake up, like, six hours earlier than normal. Which means Tony's just, just not going to go to bed. I'm going to drink so many Red Bulls. That's a lie. I'm just going to go to bed at 8. I'm just going to get really drunk Thursday night and then yeah. just stay drunk through the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come yeah. home Sunday. The Lost Abbey's there. I did miss that. Oh yeah. man, Duck Duck Goose! I've never had it before, but that's that's one on my list. Yeah, Lost Lost Abbey does phenomenal stuff, so that's yeah. something that I'm looking forward to as well. Um, what I, I was, and I, I don't know if we talked about this in, in a previous episode, but real quick, is there more of this lakefront beer left by any yeah. chance? I, I want a little bit more of this. So goodness, um, that's okay. The beer that blew Tony and I's minds um, yes. w- when we were there in 2018 was Modern Times. Was it Friend of Zool? Or yeah. The- oh, God. Yeah. That was the best beer I ever had that year. That was, like, ridiculous. It was like drinking fudge. Yeah, it was like drinking a fudge brownie. Yeah. Like, in the best way possible. Like, the best, like pastry stout i've ever had in my life yeah, nothing will it, ever top it. It, it it was sweet but not overly sweet but you got all of those fantastic notes it was the only pour that we got two of or at least i did i don't know if you got two i got i two may have yeah. i feel like i've heard of that beer maybe from you guys maybe it yeah. was maybe ridiculous to the show? i a couple times there you go 
Yeah, so good. And like, and then uh, like other breweries that I'm shocked that aren't th- like the brewery is not there. Yeah. Um, Which uh, going back to modern times, I thought that they were like going underwater. No, they just so they just got bought. I think is it Kona Brewing that just bought them? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Um, and Kona is still an independent craft brewery, um, but they bought Modern Times. So um, I'm I'm assuming they're still like pennies on the dollar, if I remember correctly. But no, that's like how somebody bought Ballast Point. Yeah. Again. Who? Kings and convicts. No, I mean, what, oh, Ballast Point. Ballast Point. Remember when they were charging $16 for a grapefruit IPA? Ugh. That was like, that was like one of the first fruited IPAs. Uh, it was so good, but. It was so good, yeah. And you went to the Ballast Point location that they had here, right? I went to the one in San Diego and I went to the I one in, to the in one Chicago. Here. The one in Chicago was great. It was awesome. So I, I've been to the one in San Diego. I did not get a chance to go here. Um,. And then they closed it like right at the height of COVID, I think. Yeah. And then I think right at, like shortly after that, it was sold. I don't remember. What I have bears. Was. I have bears colored. Yeah, at the bottom. Brown sugar. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I just took a swig of that. I didn't even take a sip. I smell like smell, smell my glass. It smells yeah. like brown. It smells like, more like than a bag of brown even sugar. More so than. Yeah. Uh, smell. Yep. Uh, we just poured a little bit more of this lake friend. I have just like the bottom, which is like the very drugs. viscous. I actually have Ballast Point. Like bears colored scarf and hat. Uh, oh, that's they, cool. Yeah, and they also have 49ers colors there too. But I got the bears one, obviously. Um, real quick, going to back to some of the, I was, as we were, you guys were talking, we're going back and forth. I know we're all looking at breweries. This is actually the best time for us to, you know, figure out where we want to go. I've never heard of, you guys know who Four Sons Brewing is? Never. In Huntington Beach, California, is their production facility. I just came across there um, that they have. And this is obviously this is gonna be some not obviously but barrel aged stuff that uh, I might not get a chance to try again. So I'm always interested in that. Uh, the three of them that are standing out are the stout aged in Tennessee whiskey barrels with chocolate, peanuts, and marshmallows. Mm. Another one is a stout aged in whiskey barrels with strawberry, raspberry, chocolate, and vanilla. And then a stout aged in Woodford double oak barrels with vanilla, marshmallow, and maple. So those are all like pretty big, you know, adjunct barrel aged stouts. But us coming from Chicago. Where you know, pretty much the birthplace of barrel aged beers. Um, this is that sound. Those sound intriguing to me. Like stuff like that. I also want to try. I there's there's. I know there's going to be a ton of other like IPAs and lagers and and different types of beers. But like going to something like this, that shit stands out to me. Of stuff like oh shit, I want to try that because. I, again, I don't know if I'm ever going to try that again. As far as like a barrel aged beer, I feel like Brandon has to go to the Heavy Metal Brewing Company out of Vancouver, Washington. That makes sense. I'm there. For whom the pills tolls. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'll I saw try that. that. I'll try that. <laughs> uh, it's funny though because so I I was thinking back to like a lot of my travels in California back in the day. Um, Pizza Port. Uh, oh yeah. And like so. Dude, if you've ever been there, phenomenal pizza, by the way. Um, but they, they also had their beers, not the, the pizza. But but they brew. You brought back um, the beer one time. Yeah, um, but yeah. So they they have two locations that are there: uh, their San Diego location and their San Clemente location. I've been to the Ocean, uh, so San Diego slash Ocean Beach is um, where I've been. Uh, and like I've, every beer I've had from them is pretty stellar, so I, I'm really game for going and checking them out and seeing what they're bringing. So, um, and then anybody that's in the California area that's listening to the show, maybe yeah. um, if you have not been, um, you should go because it is delicious. 
I mean, killer hoppy beers. That's all I've had from them. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that's 100%. Also, California listeners, uh, we really do want to get some Pliny the Younger. If you guys can help us out with that, that'd be great. Um, Ecliptic Brewing in Portland, Oregon. Oh. They have a beer called Orange Giant Barley Wine, triple dry hopped edition. Ooh. I'm going to read that again. Let that sink in, what I just said. Yeah. Orange Giant Barley Wine, triple dry hopped edition. Triple dry hopped barley wine. Right. Gotta know. try that. I, don't know. I, mean, I, I mean, for me, that's something I'm like, mm, that sounds interesting. Uh, There's another place, sorry, real um, in Statesboro, Georgia, Eagle Creek Brewing, River Street Praline Brown Ale. Mm. Ooh. Brown Ales don't sell, but a Praline Brown Ale from Georgia? Come on. Speaking of Brown Ale, uh, Midwest Coast is going to be there. I, I um, do love that Brown Ale. But no, I was just looking at so another hyped up one is Weldworks, which is going to, they make killer. Weldworks, they do. We uh, Brandon and I were. I was going through my Google Photos memories, and back in 2019, right? Was it 2019 or 2018? 2019, uh, I think you said. We were brewing our monster cereal beers for my Halloween party, and Brandon brought over a Weldworks beer that was a was barrel aged French toast or no, a coffee and French toast beer. I don't think it was barrel aged. Like, is it like what I know they have like the Media Noche series or whatever? I don't know. Uh, I could probably look it up what it was. Uh, I remember that being uh, very good. Uh, so, another one I'm looking forward to trying Ren House Brewing out of Phoenix, Arizona. When we went to Sonoma, or not Sonoma, what am I saying? Sonoma, Sedona, <laughs> um, you for my wife's 30th birthday. <laughs> and we landed, we flew into Phoenix. I stopped by Ren House and just picked up some beer to bring with us to Sedona, and it was really good. So I'm curious to try their other stuff. And from what I remember from the last time, like it's, it's it's a really fun festival. Like just of walking around and everybody's cool. There weren't like it's funny waiting in lines. The only line I really remember waiting in was Rheingeist. Yeah, yeah. Which is like and nobody was waiting like for anything specifically. It was just oh we're we're in line real just quick to ask you guys real quick the. Is it the brewers pouring, or is it just like volunteers pouring? Don't or are the brewers just walking around? Do you guys like? Not remember? sure because uh, our friends at Old Irving are going to be there. Just was looking up what they were. Matt is going to be pouring, so we're going to see see Matt. Hi, Matt. Um, I I just I just noticed something as well. I was going to look up. I was looking up what Oscar Blues was going to bring. Oscar Blues is not a part of the fest. Well, so it's funny. So or Cigar City. Yeah. So the part whole. of. Um, <clears throat> When we so we got our official notice from, um, you know, Great American Beer Fest, but we're to pick up our badges and stuff. There's a brewery tour that we're a part of, and I think Oscar Blues will probably be on that tour. Interesting, because it said there's a lot of local Colorado breweries that will stop some of them, which you won't be able to try at the fest. Maybe uh, that's what the email I read. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably one of the things that we're going to run into. That's interesting. I wonder why some of these breweries are not there this year. Well, and I, well, so does a brewery, I don't know this, but does a brewery have to be there to be able to submit something for judging? I don't I mean, feel like you have to pour there to yeah. be submitted. So I would think that for most breweries, like in the Colorado area, like... I mean, Great Divide's going to be there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oscar Blues has a spot not too far. Like, Great Divide spot's not too far from the, the convention center as well. 
But Oscar Blues has their tap room that, you know, food and everything, which, you know, we'll probably hit up. Um, it's fun. I had old Chubb on Nitro. Yeah. So, like, just that in itself, like, people can come and try it. Like, if you're in town, go, you know, go try it. Because, let's be honest, most beer nerds that are going out to the Great American Beer Festival, you're staying there, you're going to go try the breweries, like, when, in your downtime. You're going to go to places. Because, you know, while the fest is, like, unique and super fun, um, doing that, like, you know, exploring is just kind of part of the part of the thing as well. There's a so another Denver brewery that I've heard really good things about Black Project Brewing. They're okay. they're in Denver. Yes. And Black Bottle. Black Project, I think. Well there's um, they're not there, at the, they're Black, not pouring. Oh okay, okay yeah. yeah they're not pouring. So I, I I was hoping when I read that email about breweries you won't get to try at the fest. I was like hoping it was gonna be Black Project. It could be. And, um, and, and again I don't know where this tour goes. I don't know how far but I think it's a four hour tour. But this place does spontaneous and wild ale, so you better it's like, not be Gilligan like this. Yeah. The fest. Oh, oh no. There's a um, please go ahead. Have some of those Fisher's party nuts. Fisher party nuts. There's a party in every nut. Um, there's just there's. It's funny because our our time, our time there is very limited. Even though we're there from like Friday to technically Sunday, it's mainly first thing Friday morning to. Saturday night, and we're on a plane at like I think six a.m. Sunday morning. So even with two sessions, and I think it's kind of it's kind of cool that there aren't breweries like you know an Oscar Blues there or other ones that we might just be drawn to. Because I remember the first time I went, we went and had an Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues was there, and I had an Oscar Blues beer that was like vanilla something. Um, God, I don't remember what it was, but I wasn't like super impressed with it. But I was also like, why not just go to a whole bunch of breweries that I don't know to get on my radar and then like keep notes of like, oh, I went to this place and I tried that. Literally just like, I think it would be smart for us to use one day to maybe plot out where we want to go. Yeah. And then another day where it's like, let's just like walk the way it's set up is like convention center like literally like oh here's a booth 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 next tonight next 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 yeah to just go down like a line and be like uh you guys try something here i'll try something here this way yeah. there's more like is it just like one ounce pours i don't remember i'm i'm excited to try yeah the breweries i've never heard of but i am like we've all been kind of saying like there's there's no bells there's no great lakes there's no founders there's no jay wakefield even there's no cigar city like it's like a lot of these big breweries i thought would be there mm. aren't there so i'm kind of i don't know if they were i thought they were there pre-covid so maybe it's just like something that post-covid they looked at and said yeah maybe it's not worth going I could know. be yeah well and, and i think as a brewery you have to have like most breweries want their staff to go so i think you need to have the staff to be able to go yeah um you know, so you have to have people that are willing to travel. So, um, but I'm 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 super stoked and excited. Um, we're planning on doing some interviews while we're out there. Wait a minute! Um, wait a minute! Wait, what? This brewery, bearded brewer artisan ales. Out of where? Omaha, Nebraska. They have a beer called Carnival Days with a Z. ICP. Maybe. Uh, blueberry cotton candy. What? What? 
They also have a strawberry banana bubblegum smoothie, so I don't know if we're going to stop there, but we're <clears throat> probably going to stop there. Sorry, Brandon, I said the, the cotton candy beer is what threw yeah, me no. off. No, it, um, but that kind of like sided me. I do wish that, and I appreciate um, Great American Beer Fest having such a, an extensive list on their website. I, I kind of wish that the styles were listed with the beers because I feel like that Absolutely. would... Um, it would help us like in making our decisions, but I feel like they also don't do it because mo- a lot of people will go based on the name. Sure, um, yeah. like oh, I want to try it. that. That sounds cool, <clears throat> but you know, and I keep going back. Um, I had Modern Times um, up because I was you know back about their their friend Zul. Um, they're having a a, a mon- it's called Monsters Park Espresso yeah. Macaroon. That's their like big time stuff. And I'm, I'm 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 there for that. Yeah, Avery is going to have their 2018 Rumpkin. Oh yes, it's like probably 19 percent alcohol. Yeah, you? and then they also have a beer called Welcome Back GABF. Yeah, so I, I got to stop over there. One, uh, so another thing I like that the GABF website has is their uh, like you can select the breweries by state. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so it's kind of like all right, I'm never going to go to Idaho. Yeah, let me see what Idaho breweries are there, or like that kind of thing. Like Good you call. can try breweries of areas i may you know that aren't on the top of your list to like that you can go, go and, to yeah that's or, actually easy that's, to get to that's a good point um there was so we also um this will be the last thing that i'll talk about this but uh Thank God. athletic athletic brewing company from milford connecticut is going to be there do you guys know that that is uh all non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beers and i know that the freeway of hazy ipa and run wild IPA and upside down golden ale are available to us here, at least where I shop. But they have a beer called Closer by the Mile, which I don't know what that is. But they also have a tropical sour from the fruit stand series that they do. So mm. a sour beer that's non alcoholic. Uh, that sounds interesting. I kind of want So I do want to stop over by them and, and try it out because their, their free wave hazy IPA is, is pretty solid. Like, yeah, it's, I agree. It's a lot like a mass-produced hazy ipa where it's not like super fruity over the top and sweet it's like oh it's it's got a fruitiness to it there's some hot bitterness to it but not too much but it's still drinkable agreed so yeah um i don't know there's there's you know what i gotta go to anchor because they've got their steam beer the west coast ipa and anchor porter one of the ogs did we talk about so brooklyn brewery is pouring 2019 black ops yeah wait what yeah, <laughs> I didn't know they were pouring that. Yeah. yeah, did you say that? No, I didn't say it. You son of a bitch. Well, we were talking about Brooklyn before we started recording. And that's true. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, that's cool. That we'll have to stop by. And I and I love Brooklyn Brewery. Like I've been to their location a couple of times Ooh. in Brooklyn um, when I used to travel out that way. So I just looked at, uh, and this is the last thing I will talk about. Sam Adams. Um, they are also the Ohio location. Yes. They are pouring the oyster stuff. Sam, oh, yeah, that's exciting. I want to try that. I know there's there's plenty of beers for us to try. Yeah, there's there's. A, I mean, I'm not gonna try everything. I want to try. We I think we have what six to eight hours total. Oh yeah, but did you while we're there, right? Because how long are the sessions? Three hours. I'm wondering how many people. No, I, I mean, this the, is like. I feel like the first one's like five to ten. Really. I feel so. This is like beer nerdy, but I'm wondering like how many people. Like, is Sam Calagione going to be like walking around? Is he going to be? At the I don't lunch? know. 
We'll see. I might, um, I might like. I think if if we have any opportunity to see them, it might be at the brunch. By them, I also threw in what's his name from Dogfish Head. I mean, Sam uh, Adams. yeah, I'm talking about the, the guy from yeah. Sam Adams that was in commercials. We all know him. Yeah, that guy with the hair uh, and the last name that should be Coke or Koch. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. How oh, Greg? this is? Yeah, Greg. Hey, fuck. This is a good sign of an after the final four where you can't remember the with fourteen percent beer. <laughs> After drinking four other beers, they were very good. Well, five, technically, if you can include Yeah, I'm trying to check to see what time the sessions are, but I did just find that um, uh, the Friday session starts at 5.30, so our little bus drops us off at 4. Well, it's enough time for us to run back to the hotel and take a shit. Well, I think it literally drops us back off in front of the convention center, so we are literally a stone's throw away. Doors open at 4.30, though, for that session. Really? What do people do for an hour, like, at a beer fest? Stand there and wait to get in. Hey, do you still know somebody over there, Brandon? I do. All right. We'll talk about that enough, Mike. All right. uh, You guys got anything else uh, you want to say about Um, this? I was just going to say... You're you're welcome. We've been saying if anyone is out there to come find us. That's right. I think we're going to be wearing our shirts, right? Right. I'll be wearing a pin, at least. You got to wear your shirt. Look for the... Well, tell me what to fucking do, man. This is our show. Wear your shirt. All right. Um... So, and I will add this. So, if anybody does find us, um, we'll have some swag. But if anybody finds us and shows us that they have purchased merchandise from our website, we will have some extra swag for you. Yeah. Go to themaltingyard.com. We have our own lo- I'm sorry. I'm dropping peanuts on the floor. We have a store now. Yeah. Buy some stuff. Which with shirts. We got hoodies. We got coffee mugs. I think that's it right now. Right? I was in Door yeah. County and I I saw that come up on the the Instagrams and I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah. So we we've made the push forward. I told my wife not to buy me any malting hour stuff because that just seems redundant. <laughs> um, so she said, well, I can buy it for other people, and I go, that would be weird. But if you want to buy malting hour stuff for friends, please, please go do. ahead. Please yeah. do. I'm buying a hoodie. I think for most, to be honest. Yeah, I have one. I want. I mean, that's that's what I'd rather wear to the. To the fest. I don't fit in it, but I have one. Well, that's why I want to buy one. <laughs> Is it like hot and sweaty in there? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying good. to remember. The weather's going to be rainy and in the 70s. Really? Because I just looked last rainy. night and it was like 70s and like clear skies. So, and here's the thing with, with Denver. If it says rain, it's like, it's minimal. Like most of the rain happens outside of the city, closer to the mountains, but they still call that like Denver. Um, <laughs> I've never been to Denver. I think once I've been there where it actually like, said rain and it rained a lot um so i i'm assuming it'll probably be i'm hoping it'll be pretty minimal so well, i'll say this anybody who's listening and you happen to be going come and find us hit us up look for us whatever um and let us know if you have any suggestions on things that we should try that are going to be there good question yeah, yeah. Good, good 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 thoughts dan way to go yeah if you guys Sometimes. have a brewery maybe that we should go see or whatever or if you haven't worked for a brewery and you want us to come try your stuff yeah. hey we're and and you want to talk to us we're going to be doing some recording there so we're going to have some stuff to do some recording and we're happy to talk to folks yeah and matt um we'll see you there too we'll, we'll talk to matt we'll anyways. probably we'll come good. and hang out your booth for a little while to be honest and just send everybody else off to get random beers and <laughs> I'll just, if you need me to pour, Matt, I'm, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Um, all right, I got, that's all I got. You guys have anything else? Uh, that's it for me. Dan, thanks for bringing this beer. Yeah, Very good beer, man. Curated the entire evening for us. What a yeah. guy. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Brandon, love you, man. Love you too, bud. And uh, we'll see you guys in Denver. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.
This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmw81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on Untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.